difficult, 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 how are you? Oh, just go- roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> but more importantly, who are you? I'm Marie. I'm Katie. And this is the Difficult Women Podcast. Yes. And we're recording on November 8th. Mm-hmm. And it is a good day. It is a good day. It is a good day. It's a beautiful day in our country. It's literally, I mean, here in Tennessee, it's a beautiful day. And it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was in year two, which is also troubling because why? It's November, but (laughs) another issue. ((laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling? How you doing? I'm not not feeling great. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You're not going to allow yourself that? No, I, you know, I've been sort of thinking about like, oh, how am I feeling? And um, I think my story, my trajectory of this whole experience was, because um, we're just going to get into it. Today, you guys, we're just going to talk about, we're like uh, re- unpacking this whole election experience. That's sort of our thing and see, maybe you relate to our feelings, maybe you don't, maybe you want to write in and let us know how you, what your experience was. But for me, um... I watched it on Tuesday, but I wasn't watching like the announcers. I just was watching the map. Mm. And I said it on our podcast last week. I knew it wasn't going to be called on Tuesday. I knew Yeah, it. everybody was saying that. And it made me so angry that so many of my friends were like, this is a disgrace. I'm like, you guys, every we all knew that there was going to be a huge red wave. We all but, knew that yeah. on Tuesday night. The thing is, like, I knew it. And even seeing everything come in Mm -hmm. I was very upset Mm -hmm. I was very 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 upset and Mm -hmm. not surprised at all but um I think Tuesday was an important day for us Mm -hmm. because for me it really hit home all this conversation I mean some some Jake Tapper somebody was like I owe Hillary an apology because we all try to throw her under the bus and say she lost some an election to someone that should have been easy to win to, and that was a fluke. And I, all the Bernie people are like, if Bernie was running, it would all, the whole country would be blue. Da 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 da. Mm. And I think what I think that what we have to do right now is take stock in the fact that uh, uh, almost exactly fifty percent of this mm-hmm. country is willing to vote for Trump again, even after four years of what we went through. And I think that that's where I'm really struggling to have a full joyful experience in this. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of, and I'm, and I'm, and for me, when I woke up on Wednesday, I was, I couldn't sleep on Tuesday. I was like, I can't believe this is happening again. Even though I knew that it was, we needed more time, Mm -hmm. but I still was just like, this is so upsetting. And I was just having like PTSD. And then, um, I prayed all night mm-hmm. for like Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Arizona. Those are the ones on my mind. And in the morning when I started seeing things flipping to like light blue, then I was like, I had my relief. How everyone was like relieved yesterday. That was my Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's going to happen. Well, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So I had a moment of relief. But then I also had three more days of like thinking <laughs> about mm-hmm. next steps and stuff. And um, I'm, 
I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful as I am, but um, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I also feel extremely sad, extremely, extremely mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. I feel duped. I feel like, I, you know me, I'm an extremely hopeful person. And when Hillary, you know, election night 2016, I had my power suit on. I wore a power suit to vote. Um, I was so sure of myself that Hillary was going to win. And then when she didn't, it was obviously the whole country was mourning. And But the second that Florida flipped red on Tuesday night, I just – it that that overwhelming – feeling of grief and just the PTSD for 2016. It was just so strong. Um, And it was really sad. It was just really sad to have those same emotions again because I feel like being duped this time, like the polling, something is severely wrong with our political polling because all the polls said that Biden was going to be winning by a landslide. So again, my hope for our country This was this has been the worst presidency of of the history of America. You know, this man has been detrimental in all aspects of our country, from climate change to racism to police protection. I mean, just to the economy, even to the the economy, people say they care about immigration to just everything. And exactly what you're saying is the fact that there's still 70 million people in this country that voted for the worst president we've ever had in our entire history of our country is it's hard to it it i was i'm having a hard ter- time understanding that and then also before i felt so much hope for our country and not even thinking that that was still the case and the fact that that is the case what is happening to America? Well, and I think the other thing that's just so, again, it doesn't, I'm not surprised by any of this. I, this is sort of what I've been. See, I, I think that that's what I'm saying is I am. Mm, and, I, like, and I hear is, you, and, yeah. And is that, but that's on me then. Well, like, I think and I think but that, I don't think it's on you because I think a lot of people feel that way. But I think that the, what it's on, it, it's on, yes, it's on us, right? To like be more awake to what's <laughs> actually happening. But I wanted to make one point that will lead to my next point, which is just that like, I also want to clarify that like the vast, 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 vast majority of that 70 million people are white. Yes. Yeah. And that's also, um, again, that doesn't surprise me, but it's just made me so deeply sad. It's just so deeply Mm. sad. Um, and so my next point is like, you know, why is this, this Kate, why, what is going on? Why are we so disconnected from like, why did we think over here in our little blue bubble? Why did so many people think we're going to sweep this? It's going to be a landslide. Mm -hmm. There's no need to worry. Like, you know, and to some extent, I think I felt that too. Like I was hopeful that that was the case. I think I was expecting a little bit more. I was hopeful for a win where it was more of like a Biden landslide. But I think it's important for us to, in some ways, I'm glad it wasn't because I think it's important for us to see like how, what the reality is. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the polling is the same issue. It's like, fuck the polls. We have to stop yeah. whatever that system is. It's it, we need to get rid of it because they're clearly right. asking just a certain demographic of people. And I honestly think that that is part of the reason why people vote for Trump is because the the people that are voting for him, not all of them, but like a huge portion of them, I think 
are not being heard by the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not being heard by the people that write the news. They're not being heard mm-hmm. by the people that do these podcasts like us. You know what I mean? They, um, and that's why they read Breitbart. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there are people are turning on Fox News now <laughs> because Fox News is, you know, and of course, all of this is also a form of people have been brainwashed in a lot of ways. They're not right to, to, to go for Trump. They're not correct in their beliefs about what Trump is going to give them or not give. You know what I mean? They're wrong. I mean, we know that they're wrong. We know that that Trump is out of his mind, you know, mm-hmm. but they don't see it like that. So what do we do? So what do we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we do? What do we do, Katie? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what I have been thinking about since Tuesday. This is all. Yes. I cannot focus on anything else right now. It's like I'm obsessed with this, like, what is going on and what do we do about it? I don't have any. I mean, what? who am I? But like, I, I don't particularly have any big answers. But one thing I've been thinking a lot about is this idea of like the Trump supporter just being racist. And that's why they vote that way. And I think that like, while that is not inaccurate, I think that there's a lot of, a a lot, a lot, a lot of truth in that. I think it's a lot more nuanced than that too. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking about like, so South Dakota was like six, 70% for Trump, you know, which is not surprising. It's always very conservative that way. But my my family is, I have family that lives in South Dakota. And I'm lucky that a lot of, especially the females in my, uh, family are very liberal so like I feel very Mm -hmm. grateful that I have that but I think about like you've been out there what it's like out in South Dakota and you can tell like there's not a lot of diversity and Mm -hmm. the there are there are Native American people that live out there but they are like so segregated you don't Mm -hmm. see a lot of that right like we didn't we weren't coming across a lot of Native American people when we were out getting a hamburger you know um oh that fa- oh that place remember yeah no and I mean there's so many oh, lovely things so I love, many wonderful you know I place. love yeah. there's things I love about that area um but the point to me is that like when we say like oh they're just racist and that's why they're voting for Trump I think more more accurately they aren't thinking about race race is not in their life yes yeah. <laughs> everybody's white around them mm-hmm. for the most part so for them, it's like when they're voting for Trump, is it a still a racist vote? Like, sure, because he's a white supremacist, but that's not the thing that's impacting them day to day. What they're voting for is that like, and I was watching then like the, the few people that I still have as Trump supporters on my Facebook, they're all as like Biden is winning. The number one thing they're complaining about is taxes. And you're like, oh, you guys are like totally missing the point. Because you're worried about your taxes and we're saying like, you're about to lose your democracy. You're about Mm -hmm. to lose your right to vote Mm -hmm. in a real election. But you're Mm -hmm. you're sidetracked about taxes. Now, we can get mad and just be like, fuck those people. Like, what's wrong with them? They're so selfish. People were saying, oh, they're so selfish. They're so selfish. They're so self-centered. And the truth is, it's it's more that it's more nuanced than that. I think Mm -hmm. I think it's like this is what they this is their life. This is the life mm-hmm. that they are in. This is their bubble. Mm-hmm. So to like expect people to like understand Black Lives Matter when they don't know any black people. Right. It's like, what do we, and I'm not saying this is okay. I'm not trying to give them a mm-hmm. pass by any means. No, you're just trying to to understand 
We yeah. have to start truly kind of stopping in our bubbles. And that's what I love about Joe Biden is he's saying that he wants to be America's president. Even if he didn't vote for him, he wants to sit down with Trump supporters and figure out what is going on. And I actually this morning, remember Brett Rose Danger? Yeah, yeah. I saw that he posted something <laughs> Danger, Brett Danger Rose. I fell in love with this guy because he d- he he has an awesome video on YouTube about um, how to build a proper go bag. But I've also just started following him on social media, and he's an incredible advocate. and And he he write he's a writer. He's just very well spoken, and he lives in a van and drives across the country. So I was actually really interested to hear what he had to say because he's just been he knows our country very very well and. One thing that he said is that, you know, as he drives through America and especially in the deep red south, is that he he constantly is seeing over and over again these ghost towns, towns that we have completely left behind. And it's still full of people with no jobs there. There there's no proper education and they are very, very poor and they vote for Trump. Because he is the man that they think because I mean, they he they've just been sold on the con. And like you're saying, it's like, why would they care about Black Lives Matter? They haven't they don't see any other person of color and in when, their bubble. And when liberals are saying like, oh, you're racist and white supremacy, white supremacy. That's not how they I'm not saying it's not true. It's a real thing. These yes. things are all true. But yes. also they do not expect. That's not how they feel. And people tend to vote more on the on emotional things, right? In the way that they feel about something versus like trying to give them logical whatever, especially if they're poor and starving and trying to make ends mm-hmm. meet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, that makes sense to and me. And they want somebody kind of, this sounds terrible to say, but like on their level, dumb enough or, you know, I mean, Trump is a, his vocabulary is extremely limited. And I think that if a person who is not well-educated, can really grasp and understand what Trump is saying because he's well, also he's if he not just says speaking. Things, and- right. And if he's just <laughs> saying, and the thing is, and we've talked about this in the pod too, that, and I think both sides need to be better about this, but people want to see things in black and white. So, oh, Trump supporters are racist. That's how liberals like to see it. Uh, and then on the other side, they say, oh, you know, um, tr- you know, liberal like liberal elite you know democrats are all like liberal elitists that's very black and white because you're not seeing all like everything you know there's so many democrats that are not elitist at all (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but so everybody likes to have it be also black and white but i think one of the issues too there is that when someone like trump gets up and says we're gonna build a wall that's like a very clear thing to someone can grasp onto. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to bring the jobs back. We're going to open up your old factories. That seems, that's a very clear thing that someone can grasp onto. Is it true? Is it a, a good idea? It almost doesn't matter because it's like, oh, okay, this is something that sounds good for me. So I'm going to go for it. Versus like when you see it in the debates, then you have like Biden explaining like, or, or you know, Elizabeth Warren was like the queen of this and this is why we love her. But it's like, she would explain her plan <laughs> and mm-hmm. her plan would be complicated and it would be nuanced and it would be, you know, a deep, important, big thing. People don't want to hear that. <laughs> they want to hear like, I'm going to save your life. I'm going to bring your jobs back. I'm going to whatever. Yeah. And Trump was just really, really good at just saying that. And it didn't, it's like they want to believe that it's true mm-hmm. and they're not hearing it and they're not seeing it from the Democratic candidates. So, mm. 
Well, I have a friend, as you know, I will not say his name, but he's one of my best friends and one of my oldest friends, but he really is leaning so much more moderate these days. And on election night, we were had a small I have a little quarantine bubble that I feel very safe in right now and we were watching kind of the results come in and he started touting about how the Black Lives Matter and defund the police was the worst like uh, movement to have happened this year in the sense of uh, like almost publicity or something or like um, yeah and I'm I'm screaming at him at you know and what a but, privilege but just have to say absolutely. what a privileged position yes. to be in yes but you're gonna I was me. so angry yeah and because it, it honestly hearing that debate and then going on Twitter and actually because he was saying well just I mean just I'm not against the movements I think that it's very important to have. However, it's like the the publicity of it, the the branding of it, whatever is is so bad for Democrats. And I was like, "What are you? What are so we you're supposed black, to do? Black people are bad for Democrats. The people <laughs> that actually got Biden into office, the people that because it wasn't right. the white people who saved America are bad. The people for, that saved democracy are right. bad for right. the Democrats. I mean, right. this is the kind of." But this is what I'm saying before I like totally fly off the handle. This is what I'm saying about nuance mm-hmm. and what I'm saying about black and white. Cannot both things be true? Can we not support Black Lives Matter in any way that we want to advertise it? They didn't. I Nothing was advertised poorly. Everything no. was done the way it needed to be done. And it was done well. That's uh, that's my right. final say on that. Yeah. Can't we have people that are fighting for Black Lives Matter and can't we have conversations with white Americans that don't care about Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. Can't we do both things? I mean, this is where like, I'm not saying this. I'm not apologizing for the Trump supporters that are white. I'm not a, I'm not trying to be sympathetic per se, but I think that we have to have some more dialogue. And that was um, something that Andrew Yang, I don't know if you saw this interview with him on CNN, but he talked about how, I think it was like CNN or something during the election, he was on Mm -hmm. some moderator thing. And he talked about how when he was traveling across the country running for president, um, he'd go into these smaller towns and be like, I'm running for president. And he'd kind of talk about his platform and people would be excited. Then they'd say, well, which, you know, which side are you on? And he'd be like, oh, I'm a Democrat. And he said people would just recoil as if he had said I was going to murder your child or like they couldn't, they just hated, hated, hated just the Mm -hmm. word Democrat. And it's so, so associated with liberal elitism, like these Mm -hmm. coastal elites uh, that they just can't hear anything past it. Mm -hmm. And that's a Democrat problem. Mm-hmm. Well, That's, I think if, that if you that, want to talk about a problem, it's not Black Lives Matter. It's right. It's shit like that. Right. Well, as I pushed further and then, I mean, we did not leave on good terms that night. I mean, it was also election night, so it was just not right. in good terms with anything right <laughs> at that right. moment. But later in the week, I did go back and we really, you know, hashed it out. And I think like his point really meant is that he's not against Obviously, we have to be fighting no matter what it's, you know, but it is that like Black Lives Matter and defund the police. Like it, it, it was so radical to some of these Trump people that they immediately just stopped listening. So in his framing of what he really meant to say, and I finally stopped and listened to what he was saying is that. We do need to figure out a way to talk to Trump supporters because we need a way to like really be able to speak 
to these people right. without them turning off and, and not listening. Right. And I think that like I understand that point of view very, very well. But I think that that's also a very white person perspective. Absolutely. And I think that uh, it's a little bit like saying, you know, when um, Kaepernick was kneeling uh, during the during the national anthem, that was not really the proper way to protest. That's the same thing. That's exactly what I'm hearing when I hear. Well, I think that it's really the argument of um, what was she wearing? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like it's that. And why is it the Democrats' fault? It's not, we're not, why is it Why is it the Black Lives Matter movement? Why fault? is it, yeah. It, there, we, there, this conversation shouldn't be on this side at all. Well, there should we're eating each other, we're eating our own tail if, if this totally. is what's happening. And also that like, we're talking about apples and oranges when we're talking about Black Lives Matter versus like, Oh, uh, you know, we got to like talk about taxes for people like I just mm-hmm. we can't. This is why, why people are so angry at the Trump supporters, too, is that mm-hmm. we're not speaking the same language at all. Mm-hmm. And this idea like I get it, but we've been. And the thing is, this candy coating and this trying to ease our way in with like the Trump supporters. We've been doing that forever. And why I say Trump right. supporters, but I mean this group of people that has been growing for years and years now, certainly since like the Bush days with the Tea Party and stuff. Right. I mean, this isn't a new thing by any means. It's just growing and getting worse, and there's more of a divide. But I think that like um, this idea that we have to like be gentle with it. It's like that's not the right answer either. I'm not. I'm not saying we have to right. be gentle, but I am saying we have to figure out how to like dismantle some of the these thoughts that people are having. And there mm-hmm. has to be a real reach across the aisle. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be gentle and like, oh, baby, are you OK, baby? It just has to be like, hey, guys, we're going to come and we're going to hear what your needs are. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to start having conversations about addressing your needs so mm-hmm. that then mm-hmm. when we have the next election, and this is the other thing that scares the shit out of oh, me, is that like we only have four years to work on this, period. No, If you guys think we're out of the woods, we are so not. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just even in terms of anybody's freedoms and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So like my feeling is we, we got to send people down there and go, mm-hmm. we want to hear what you need. What do you need? And then yeah. I want to see, there's no reason why we can't, help people get jobs in those areas and fight for Black Lives Matter stuff. <laughs> right. why, why are those things right. mutually exclusive? Right. Every, and that's one thing about this country is that like we've got big, 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 big cities and we have small, 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 small rural towns and mm-hmm. that is what makes up America. And it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with the rural areas. There's nothing wrong with being a rural person and loving country life. There's nothing wrong with that inherently. It's just been poisoned by these insane ideas that have come through conservative media, also not helped by liberal media, mm-hmm. not helped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly social media has not helped. Mm-hmm. If we could all get off of that rhetoric, get off that train and mm-hmm. stop calling name calling and stop you know all that shit that would probably help (laughs) certainly wouldn't hurt yeah because we're just not listening and we're not even allowing ourselves to listen we're just going doop (laughs) yeah cutting it off yeah I mean for me I mean thank god I was able to still vote in this election in New York in New York but New York immediately turned blue but here I am in Tennessee and you know, you saw, I'm sure Nashville was blue, but then the rest of the state is bright red. And it's, I've never, I haven't lived in, a, uh, I actually haven't lived 
since I started voting, I haven't lived in a state that hadn't gone blue. And so this was the first time living here and just this is where I mean, I'm I'm now feeling all sorts of feelings about living in Nashville and especially yesterday seeing New York dancing in the street and, you know, and I had we had our own little celebration. But last last night there was like a group of and it was so great, but it was like 12 people in East Nashville with police escort, which was cool. Uh marching around for Biden and celebrating and banging pans and stuff. But it was just such a small number of people. And then looking on social media and seeing New York and L.A., just all, you know, every every D.C. That was so cool to see just like the celebration yeah. that would happen. I have to say um, my hometown, that was so cool to like see my hometown. Uh, oh, my the numbers gosh. were like 95 percent for Biden. Yeah, five, like, five, yeah. per, five percent <laughs> voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Very liberal really, town, which is really amazing. But um, yeah, I just I've been personally thinking like, OK, so if I'm going to be down here, which, again, I don't think I'm going to last here very long. Um, But uh, I, how can I as a white woman go and talk to people and really figure out what's going on? And, and this is a great place to start. Absolutely. You know? The other thing you should absolutely do like tomorrow Tomorrow, mm-hmm. you should go and register to vote in Tennessee. Yeah. And yeah. then you should vote for every single election. Because yeah. we know we have elections, for those of you listening, don't forget, we have elections more than every four years. There's elections mm-hmm. all the time for, there's going to be another election in two two years for Senate or whatever, to House mm-hmm. people. There's always a lot of elections. There's a lot of elections. <laughs> and also elections for local people you know what I mean yes, those are the most, the most imp- some of the most important ones yeah Obama so, said those are the most important <laughs> yeah and the thing is if you then move out of Tennessee then you register to vote to the next place you go so don't you know right. if you can do that well the biggest thing that I think people should do so I'm absolutely going to do that that's a great idea but also I think that um if anyone has any extra money r- uh, lying around um just lying around I really <laughs> think you should donate to Fair Fight and the New Georgia Project, which is Stacey Abrams organizations. So they have a huge runoff, as we all know, in Georgia for the Senate House, for the Senate seats. So if we can donate towards her <laughs> for yeah, Georgia. Yeah, that is such a good point, too, because like this is that was one thing that I was trying to appease myself with on Tuesday was I was like, well, even if we lose the presidency, like how is the Senate race oh, going? God. And so those are things we have to keep remembering that that the Senate is extremely important because even if we lose the Senate now with Biden in office, it's going to be a tough battle to get anything changed, period. So oh, if absolutely. we can win the Senate, yeah, and now we have a chance. It's like very exciting. So yes, Marie, is, oh, you are a million percent right. Everybody just dump your all your money. Dump into, all your money. I mean, absolutely. And I think, and, and the cool thing about the Senate race, um, which is what I'm trying to understand. So there's, two senators it's there's a runoff in Georgia but if we do get to go blue it'll be tied the senate will be tied yes. so Kamala Harris gets to be the deciding right. factor right she's like the head of the um senate then basically right so i mean that's like a that's that's a democrat's wet dream right there right i mean even having like <laughs> yeah incredible. but i mean even just having the um if we had a majority it's the same thing you know what i mean that that's right. that's right yeah so, um, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. It's like we have so much work ahead of us. But in somebody, was it Kamala Harris or somebody I was t- I saw some video of, they were saying like, yes, there's a lot of work to do, but there's no reason you can't have fun while you do the work. Oh, it doesn't like have that. to be just. Yeah. And I know I'm, I've am i been very like heavy handed today because my anxiety is like through oh. my 
temples like it's just like out over my head I'm just mm-hmm. so anxious but um and it doesn't help that we have this lame duck period which is gonna be fascinating <laughs> I mean, it's going to be better than Game of Thrones in terms of... <laughs> Shut up. Don't say it's going to be just... <laughs> someone will be unleashing the dragons. Hopefully, it will be our side. But it's just oh going to be... gosh. And I don't even necessarily think it's going to be... Um, I am worried about... I'm not worried about <laughs> Civil War particularly, and maybe I should be, but I'm not... That's not something that I'm really worried about anymore particularly. But I am worried about domestic terrorism. I am worried about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also just curious about how Trump is going to handle himself. Like... Mm-hmm. There's no way he's gonna bow down in a classy way. <laughs> no, I think it, I think best case scenario, and apparently his advisors are telling to him to do this. Best case scenario is that he concedes, but he doesn't make a speech. Mm. But I don't think he's gonna be able to not. I don't think speech, he will. But. I mean, I think that the most fascinating thing about Donald Trump is that his entire brand is about not losing. So this is the first time publicly he's lost so big. The right. biggest bigly, the her. <laughs> I love it. Um, but how how is he going to get his brand back? Because how is he going to go forward as a businessman? I, I mean, mean, if he does, I really, mean, he should probably. He may not be able to do any of that if he's in jail, because <laughs> that's yeah, part of the whole thing. People keep saying, "Oh, we'll run in twenty twenty four. I'm like, if he's not in prison. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we I have a feeling that he's going to just be gone one day and everyone's going to be like, what happened? Where'd he go? And he's be in like Russia in, all of a sudden. Yeah. Tahiti or Russia. Or something. But I mean, I do think that like it, how many people is he going to pardon? Is he going to can he pardon himself? Like, there's, I don't think you can pardon yourself, but I think you can't. <laughs> uh, I think there was even some plan. I don't know if you can do this after you lose the election or not, though. But there was some potential plan where he could he could resign Ooh. and then Pence will be president and then and Pence, then Pence pardon can him. pardon him. So that's like that. that could happen. Um, I also just wonder, though, like how much can you be pardoned? I mean, he's done so many terrible things. I wonder how can you be pardoned for everything or just like one thing or like I don't even know. I don't know. It's crazy. And he probably it is also fascinating. I mean, he's he's put in all these judges himself. So if these lawsuits, I mean, it's it's such a con. Yeah, it's so clear that it's a con. But he's, you know, starting on Monday, he's going to start all these waves of lawsuits and stuff. And right. He's a, some I mean, of them that's have what already he been does. rejected. But yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm hopeful because like even with the 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 courts that we have right now, which are very unfairly balanced. Um, <laughs> they have still been making some good calls. You know what I mean? It's not like every oh, yeah. call they're making is like for him. Well, the Supreme Court, thanks to them, I mean, uh, Pennsylvania was allowed to count the mail-in totally. ballots three days because after. I, so, right. And I think that like that's like, th- it's really hard. This idea that, that Trump can just like control everybody like puppet. Also, by the way, he lost. So now like one thing that infuriates me, but is like good to finally see is how these news outlets are like yes. turning his mic off now yep. and it's yep. like why didn't you do this before i know it's really why did why, why now are you deciding oh well this is fake news you knew it was fake news the whole time yeah so that infuriates me but at the same time it's very good to finally see that's one thing too i think that if we just kind of ignore him that is his kryptonite yes yes being ignored and i think if we can finally just be like okay he's old news like we're just going to, he'll get out, we'll get him out of the White House one way or another. If we can kind of, mm-hmm. and then simultaneously keep an eye on his supporters so that they don't, 
go all nutso because I guess they stopped some QAnon people from trying to shoot up a polling place or a yeah. accounting place in Pennsylvania. So I mean, like this is a real threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think if we can just shut his mouth up, that's part of the problem too. It's like these and people that are supporting him. You guys, like he's not a good person. <laughs> he's just like evil incarnate. And it and it and 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 the problems we have in America did not begin and they do not end with him, but he mm-hmm. has exacerbated problems to like such a crazy degree. We just need to stop listening to him. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked at the amount of white women that voted for him? No. <laughs> not at all. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm sad about it. Mm-hmm. And it makes me like I I think one of the feelings that I'm struggling with right now is extreme shame to mm. be like and even to have that you know the blood running through me in any capacity mm-hmm. it's just extreme shame mm-hmm. and I know people say oh you shouldn't be ashamed to be white I'm like why not give yeah. me a reason to not be ashamed to be white right now right and the only thing I can say that is positive is that like Let's try to do a quick math right now. So like something like 70% of the United States is white, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I think that's another thing I have to keep reminding myself is that 70% of this country is white. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a huge percentage of people. Mm-hmm. So we are the vast majority of this country. Half of us, a little less than half of us, voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. there was... So wait, once, uh, what, what is it? 70, how many million? 70 million? 70, 70 million. 70? So 70 million plus 70 million would be like 140 million. I'm just rounding. 140 mm-hmm. million and then divided by 70% would be, oh God, now I'm feeling pressured to do. So it'd be like 100 and I'm just going to like, ma- it'll be something like, you know, 40 million white people voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. So that's something to celebrate too, mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, you know, there are white people that can see this mm-hmm. craziness, but but it's but that's also just such a small concession because, like, that also means that seventy million white people mm-hmm. voted for him. I have a silly question, and I googled it, and I couldn't actually find the answer. I'm sure I could find it, <laughs> but I wonder if you know. Did all major cities in the United States go blue? I'm pretty sure, actually. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think? Because I mean, I literally like, just googled like, "Did all the major cities?" And uh, you, can't, I couldn't. I mean, I'm sure if I looked at the looked map at and like, you know, I mean, but maybe, it's like I think that that is just so fascinating. Like Tallahassee, like, I think did not go blue. Well, so I think that there's some, you know, yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. That, but like, like port- so there's some cities. That's a that's a city, yeah, right? Totally, I totally. Been there, but. It's a capital, at least. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, certainly all the major cities in like, uh, like I know it's it's not, I don't know how you count a major city, but like Sioux Falls, South Dakota is the biggest city in South right. Dakota and that was red. <laughs> right. So, okay. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so in that sense, no. But mm-hmm. in terms of population, there's probably, mm-hmm. a, and this, did we talk about this on the pod? But there was an article I read that was before the election, and now people are starting to catch on to this idea. Oh. But the, pe- the thing, the number one thing that delineates Trump voters from, uh, from non-Trump voters is where you live. Mm-hmm. And like, how, and not just where you, but I'm, when I say where you live, I guess I mean the population of your town. Mm. 
And I think that that sort of to speak to what we were talking about earlier, this idea that we live in one monolith of America and that we all have the same needs. We don't. We all have different needs. Mm -hmm. The rural towns have different, you know, when people are, I think we maybe did talk about this because that idea that like, if you're afraid of having your guns taken away, it's like in, in the city, having a gun is dangerous. Like you, right. it's only right. used to kill other people. <laughs> like that's the right. only reason you have a gun. In in the rural areas, if you don't have a gun, coyotes are going to eat your sheep. Mm-hmm. And that's your mm-hmm. livelihood. Mm-hmm. So it, it is like a big deal. Like you have to be able to have your guns. And like, then of course things go beyond that. But like just even on a simple, simple way like that, like mm-hmm. gun rights means something different in in a city versus a, an urban area versus a rural area. So we have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. That's why we have things like state rights. And I think that there's a better way to use them. Mm-hmm. I think right now we're not using them in the, to the best of our abilities. And actually, mm-hmm. remember last episode you asked about like, well, why, why don't we just have like... Um, a federal the federal like for the <laughs> yeah. election and i was yeah. watching some things about that and they th- what they're saying is that for federal elections we should have a federal rule and for state mm. elections then states should be able then it's okay for states to pick their rules for each of their states but there should be one way to do things for a federal mm-hmm. election if we're talking mm-hmm. about you know yeah cuz the fact that I... like no, no nebraska there's like that one electorate th- that can go anywhere <laughs> from Omaha it's like so why it's so random right right yeah okay well it'll be an interesting couple of weeks couple of months for sure uh, and again I look I know I sound like very negative right now but I I still have hope I'm still very hopeful I just think mm-hmm. that like um it's good to have a reality check from time to time too right mm-hmm. and well I, I personally was I was nervous about a, tr- a full-on civil war I really was. I was, you know, scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't feel that way anymore. I really don't. And I think that um, there are power in numbers. There's, you know, we saw the joy that happened yesterday with dancing in the street. And, you know, that was actually yesterday was when I thought the, when I thought something could happen and it didn't. Thank God. So I do think moving forward, we just, you know. There's still just so much work to be done. Totally, and and I think if talk to I think the biggest thing that I saw uh, is that like so as us white people, white women, you know, this means that you know if seventy percent of white people, what is it, seventy percent? Well, seventy percent of the population. Yeah, I don't know what the vote. Yeah, it was like fifty-five. Fifty-five percent of white women voted for Trump. Right. So like that means that like probably somebody in our own personal circles voted for Trump. And sure. so I I really want to look in my inner circle and and just you know before like I said I've blocked those people out this time I'm actually going to try to right. have better right. conversations. Right. And really listen and and also like if you're a Trump supporter and you're not like the you weren't the guy that like has a trump flag flying out of your truck and you're like trying to knock people off the highway if you're not that guy mm-hmm. and you're just sort of like a more quiet trump supporter i hope that like images of not just people dancing in the street in the united states but like they were putting off fireworks in Ugh. london people are in celebrating there people are celebrating across the world yes that trump is no longer in office and mm-hmm. or is like about to leave office um, and I think a, somebody put it this way, and I actually think that this is not exaggerated. It felt like we had a war was over. 
It felt like we had mm-hmm. won a war. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that if you are still like on the fence about Trump or something or or you voted for Trump, you have to really ask yourself, like, why would so many people like re- read the room, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in tr- the global room? Mm-hmm. Because why do you think people are so, you know, we people have to are all- dancing in the streets in Saudi Arabia for Biden, yeah, which I think a lot of people don't like the look of. Right. Which is scary. But like, how about London? <laughs> how about yeah. Paris? Right. How about places right. that don't, right. I don't, you know, that, that don't scare, I don't think you should be scared of Saudi Arabia, but I know people are. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, but I think that, yeah, but I think all across the world, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'm excited. I, I'm excited I really, too. And, and for Kamala, oh my goodness. Yes. How exciting. I'm very, very excited to have uh, the first female Mm-hmm. Vice president. Somebody, I love seeing um, just all the past vice presidents, all those mm-hmm. white motherfuckers in their mm-hmm. stupid ass <laughs> wigs, and then her. It's yeah. just really it's such a powerful scary. image. And I can't, I don't know if you watched Van Jones's yes, uh, breakdown. Yes. I, it was yeah. just so, to all the mothers and fathers out there listening, like I, that's the one thing I did do on election day is I immediately called my sister and just said, because I was, you know, as we all were feeling just so worked up and anxious I just can't imagine having a child right now and going through this and I just we see you we hear you like we got this the next generation is looking the future is bright we we just need these old white politicians to 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 pass away (laughs) and we need all these young white people that are not on not seeing you know we got to take these there's a lot there was a yeah. lot of young There's white voters that voted for Trump. It was like 47%. Oh, God, so let's not so forget gross. that this is not all of our, all of the stories we've been telling ourselves. I think we have to eliminate all those and really look again and see what's mm-hmm. really going on here. Mm-hmm. And the way that it's felt for me is I think we've bought ourselves about 10 minutes to like mm-hmm. take a breath mm-hmm. and go, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, baby Jesus, mm-hmm. for this opportunity mm-hmm. to to right the ship. You know, that's mm-hmm. what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Because also, if we have another election in four years, we need to be mobilizing now. And is the next president going to be Kamala or Or I don't know, or Donald Trump Jr. Or Donald Trump Jr. That's that's what I'm. Or Ted Cruz or uh, Tucker Carlson. Somebody's saying that that he wants to run. Or Lindsey. I mean, yeah. So anyway, everybody donate. Fair fight. It's uh, Stacey Abrams' organization in Georgia. We need to be pouring all of our money into that nonprofit right now just to help. They're doing um, a runoff election, I believe, in January. Yeah. And uh, what they've done is just so – Stacey Abrams, you posted it on Instagram, and, and your post actually had me crying in, on the trail when I was walking because it was just so perfectly said that this one single woman – Change the trajectory yeah. of America. And I did, and I do want to tr- correct myself because I did see something. There were many women that were working in different yes. aspects yes. in Georgia um, in different groups that helped also move this election. Um, but Stacey Abrams definitely was the face of it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that we still, she, I will still stand by the idea that she s- inspired a lot of people. Yes. And the amount of, amount that you can get done, mm-hmm. you listening out there, you can do so much. Even your vote. I mean, I hope that if any, if nothing else, that this election proved that your vote matters mm-hmm. because we were in such thin margins on this thing and we eked by to some extent, but it, we wouldn't have if people hadn't shown up and voted. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your votes if you showed up. And if you didn't, then consider voting next time, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Send us in inspirational stories, you guys. Difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, how you're doing, what you did, where were you when you learned that Joe Biden was going to be president. Um, and also, f- please follow us on Patreon. We're still we're still rocking it on Patreon. Yeah. You do have to go to Patreon and type in Reformed Whores, uh, and that's how you can find us and to support us. So. Oh, and do you need a dildo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you all need a dildo, I need like I need like an anxiety <laughs> relieving dildo. That's what I need. Wait, we didn't talk about the four season landscaping. Oh my god! Wait, <gasps> let's let's please talk about that. Please let's talk about that. Um, wait, so is you, that? I mean, I thought it was fake news. No, it's real. It's real. <laughs> I know, so if you guys didn't know, they oh, they god. had a press conference at the four seasons landscaping, like place it's just like a warehouse in the middle of pennsylvania and rudy giuliani's like going off about trump and everyone's like so confused about what's going on but they didn't say it expressly but clearly what happened was that somebody tried to book the four seasons (laughs) hotel which is a very fancy hotel in in philly um and they fucked up and they booked the four seasons um landscaping company (laughs) And it was between like a dildo, like a sex yeah. toy manufacturing. Yeah. Like I thought this was all. You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. And also during that press conference, you couldn't find it anywhere on mainstream media. They really just weren't showing it. I well, think, I think that they also finally was, played like. Yeah. I mean, what is he going to say? The problem is the stuff that he was saying is also, untr- it's all fake. It's all untrue. Yeah. So I think right. a lot of mainstream media was like, no, we're not doing this, which is understandable. <laughs> but also how hilarious. And also, is this the administration you want running our country? They can't even make, the president of the oh. United States can't even get a like space in Four Seasons Hotel and like have people able to make those reservations. I mean, I don't even understand. So good. It's just so, so good. good this is what I'm kind so of like. Great. This is like the bad Scheidenfreude. Like, you know, yes. the one thing about the last four years is it's kept us on our toes. It's kept us like entertained. It's like it's given us like pumps of like adrenaline and it's addictive. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of news is addictive and it's terrible, terrible, terrible. And that's not what you want in a president. Mm-hmm. But it keeps you entertained. and It's not good. We don't want that. No more of that. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> It's not good. I shouldn't promote that. <laughs> but let's play our ad out this time. Perfect. Is there a little ad? Yes. This Capitalism. Is, this is in honor of uh, <laughs> the Four Seasons Landscaping Company. <laughs> Perfect. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. 